This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time now for the WBBM Noon Business Hour presented by the Village of Bedford Park. Let's pick up our coverage with uh, Garrett Nelson, auto industry analyst, CFRA research based in Richmond, Virginia, talking about how electric car maker Tesla is evaluating the possible construction of a lithium hydroxide refining facility on the Texas Gulf Coast. Uh, thank you for joining us today, Garrett. What does this mean as far as uh, uh, Tesla's supply chain is concerned? Uh, will this eventually benefit uh, Tesla owners uh, if this plant does come to fruition? Yeah, thanks for having me. Tesla's really taking steps uh, to proactively control their their supply of uh, uh, the materials that go into EV batteries. So lithium, cobalt, nickel are the main uh, um, raw materials. And, and so this would, uh, this would be a, a lithium refining facility on the Texas Gulf Coast. Presumably, they would be importing uh, lithium ore from South America, uh, countries such as Chile that are major lithium ore producers, and refining it uh, there in Texas. And, and uh, you know, there, there's real concern about uh, lithium supply longer term. The IEA recently said that the world uh, could face a lithium supply shortage as soon as 2025. And, uh, you know, it's really all being driven by this surge in EV production from the auto industry. Now, will this uh, force the EV industry to uh, pivot and find a new way to uh, uh, get the raw materials for the batteries that uh, power these cars? I mean, uh, this has been the the gasoline car workaround for a very long time. And if they're running low on lithium as early as 2025, are there other technologies in the pipeline that they can take advantage of? There's a lot of innovation happening, uh, looking at different chemistries and, uh, you know, as far as, you know, using other materials aside from lithium and cobalt and, and, and such. So, um, but we do know, you know, the price of lithium has jumped more than 1,200% in the last two years. And so it's, it's really putting upward pressure on electric vehicle prices. Uh, the battery typically accounts for anywhere between 20% to 33% of the total cost of an electric vehicle. So, you know, with those raw material prices increasing at the rate at which they've increased, it's really putting a lot of pressure on costs. And that's why you're seeing EV prices, uh, you know, inflate at a greater rate than overall vehicles. The average electric vehicle uh, sales price in the U.S. is more is is roughly twenty thousand more than in internal combustion engine uh, vehicle price, and and, and these uh, uh, the the price uh, surge in in lithium and other materials is is not helping. And then very quickly, Garrett, uh, where does this place Tesla in the electric vehicle space in the United States as far as uh, these types of refining plants are concerned? We think they're in better shape than any other automaker out there. Uh, you know, we have a strong buy opinion, 
and $415 price target on the stock. The reason why we like it is because they're really taking the lead and being more proactive than any other company. And also, if you look at EV sales by brand in the U.S., uh, Tesla sold more than 10 times the number two uh, ranked uh, EV seller in the first six months of this year. So, you know, they're far and away the largest producer, and they have a huge cost of capital advantage uh, going forward. Garrett Nelson, auto industry analyst, CFRA Research, based in Richmond, Virginia. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Coming up next, United Airlines makes an investment in electric air taxis. A conversation that's on the money. You're listening to the WBBM Noon Business Hour. United Airlines is investing in new transportation in the form of electric air taxis from startup company Eve. Let's discuss this move with Paul Hockman, president of Humongous Media, former tech editor of the Today Show, based in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Paul, thanks for joining us today. I looked at a rendering of this particular air taxi, and it is a combination of a flying pod, small airplane, and helicopter. And uh, if this vision is uh, ushered through to its completion on a busy Friday afternoon, if you are in downtown Chicago, you have to catch a flight at O'Hare and you don't want to uh, brave the Kennedy Expressway at 430 on a Friday afternoon and you don't want to pack into a blue line train, you can fly above the traffic and the rails and forget about your cares. Um, And they're making a big uh, big bet on that. And uh, what's the likelihood of this thing actually uh, getting off the ground, as it were? Uh, well, I like I like your metaphor. Uh, answer very likely. Uh, United Air has invested. First of all, they're 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 going to buy 200 of these uh, sort of Jetson-like uh, vehicles. I love your description. It's exactly right. Uh, these air taxis from a company called Evair Mobility. Um, many people have not heard of Evair, even though it's publicly traded on the New York Stock Exchange. They're actually up eight percent today. Uh, but they are part of a their Brazilian subsidiary of Embraer. And Embraer is um, a lot of people who've taken regional jets know that they have flown on an Embraer jet. It's it's a favored uh, jet type for small haul or short haul aircraft. And United believes that there is going to be a huge demand. Uh, anybody who's taken that traffic, you've just or gone through the traffic you described, would not be surprised. But they're going to buy 200 of those vehicles, and they've invested 15 million dollars in the company. And for United, it's probably a a value add on the uh, price of your ticket uh, if you do fly out of O'Hare and choose the uh, air taxi option. Now, if if this thing reaches the testing phase, uh, will they do it with passengers to see what their experience is like? I think what's going to happen is, as with all of the, we, and we've t- spoken before about air taxis, and in part because it's just the, the concept, along with the technology, is just really growing incredibly quickly. Um, but what's going to happen is the, the value of this transit or this, tra- this transportation from downtown to the airport is extremely high to a lot of customers. And the value is going to be expressed in the low cost, theoretically, about 100 to 150 bucks per trip. Um, but what's really interesting is that the demand is just skyrocketing, uh, no pun intended, and, and it will not be taking individuals in its first trips. Like all these other test vehicles, it'll be taking uh, a test driver, if you will, sort of a monitor, sort of like those Uber driverless vehicles and Lyft driverless vehicles. There will be someone in there just in case, uh, but those first tests will, of course, be taken with someone flying uh, as a backup. And then very quickly, uh, do we have any idea of what the altitude will be? How high will you fly above traffic? For certain levels of certification, like the aviation regulators uh, are, are going to say under 5,000 feet, 
Uh, that's because they're trying not to interfere with most uh, other traffic that once it takes off from O'Hare, uh, it, it goes up much higher than that, obviously. But 5,000 feet or lower is, is the most likely uh, ceiling, so to speak. It's very exciting. It's going to be silent. Uh, it's going to be fast. And theoretically, it's going to be fairly inexpensive. Paul Hockman, president of Humongous Media, former tech editor of the Today Show based in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Still ahead in Entrepreneur Friday, reinventing the jewelry insurance business. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Chicago's News Traffic and Weather Station, News Radio 105.9. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. I'm Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. King Charles delivers his first public remarks since the death of his mother, Queen Elizabeth. Details next in a special report from CBS News. Entrepreneur Friday, we meet the founder and CEO of a company that's bringing innovation to the business of insuring jewelry. And with most schools back to business as usual, homecoming celebrations are poised for a comeback. WBBM Business, the markets are higher and gaining altitude. The Dow is up 368 points. The NASDAQ is up 249. And the S&P 500 up 60. AccuWeather says mostly sunny today. Warm, a high of 85 going down to 64 tonight 78 degrees right now in chicago under sunny skies it's 12 31 cbs news special report britain's charles iii has just made his first address as king saying that his mother's life was one well lived and one of service that he intends to continue that promise of lifelong service I renew to all today. CBS's Vicki Barker. Among his early duties today, King Charles is expected to be signing off on plans for his mother's funeral. The timing of his coronation may also come up, but there's no rush about that. Elizabeth wasn't crowned until 16 months after her father's death. A 10-day mourning period, of course, has started. And while the Queen's death has hit many people very hard, they're also taking time to reflect on her legacy and leadership. James lives in New Jersey. He was flying home from London. I thought that she stood for a lot and was just truly a remarkable, incredible woman who helped pull the country together in no true, somewhat tumultuous uh, times. CBS News Special Report. I'm Peter King. The Noon Business Hour continues at 12.34. Let's get a uh, peek at how Wall Street is doing today. We welcome in Chris Johnson, who is a market strategist with the Johnson Research Group in Cincinnati, Ohio. Chris, thanks for joining us today. The uh, markets hope to uh, end the week on a high note, and uh, it's a a very interesting performance, especially since the Fed reiterated this week uh, that the interest rate hikes will continue until morale improves. Sure. I love the morale improves uh, part there, Rob. But yeah, if you look at this, this is kind of a classic technical bounce, a short-term technical bounce in the midst of what has been a questionable month or two. We obviously saw a nice little rally that came out of June, topped out when a number of the indices hit their 200-day moving averages for the technicians out there, and then started to come back. Now we got a little bit of a short-term oversold situation that is just kind of working its way out. also, a little bit of optimism towards looking towards a Tuesday uh, CPI number that's coming out. 
Obviously, uh, investors and traders have been looking at those numbers every month, hoping that they come down a little bit, show that the economy or inflation is uh, at least cooling a little bit. And I think they're getting a little ahead of themselves with that, as well as that oversold to give you a great Friday with the NASDAQ up 2% right now. If you look at the uh, totality of economic information we have right now, it's a good Rorschach test as to whether or not you're a glass half empty or a glass half full person. Uh, If you're an optimist, you can see reasons for optimism. If you're a pessimist, you can see reasons for pessimism. How, on the other hand, uh, it's it's very bleak uh, in Europe and, and in countries that rely on Russian natural gas. They do have inflation. They have uh, considerably higher energy prices, and we're heading into colder months. Um, how will the European economic turmoil uh, will that pull it? Will how, how powerful is the uh, <laughs> gravitational pull of Europe's economic woes, and can the U.S. economy get sucked in? Absolutely. Simply think about 2015 with Greece, a much smaller economy, different situation that led into that, but still led to a a bit of a credit crisis that overlapped into the United States. Uh, The financials here, your big companies like Bank of America, Citigroup, uh, et cetera, et cetera, took a 25 percent decline right in the middle as Greece triggered that. Now, Multiply that by the size of Europe's economy, and you've got a situation that inevitably, I don't think our firewall, even though we've passed the stress test, I don't think the financial firewall that we have up right now is is fit to, let's just say, skip over any type of credit crisis like that. Liquidity, as you know, when we look at it, is a worldwide situation because of our global economies. And that's just one more thing that you can add to that Rorschach test that you brought up. You're, you're going to cross your eyes if you try to figure things out. Right now, I just look at the situation as we head into earnings. And this is going to be you know, an earnings season that I think a lot of companies are going to start to try to batten down the hatches and really start to get us ready for another three to six months of an economy that is just possibly slowing, heading into a recession, and a Fed that is on the other side of that and has to keep tamping down inflation. So unfortunately, it is two different headwinds uh, fundamentally that we're heading into. Chris Johnson, market strategist with the Johnson Research Group in Cincinnati. Thanks for joining us today. It's a deposit for your future. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Entrepreneur Friday, and this afternoon, the spotlight is on a Chicago company that's employing technology to help people more easily insure their jewelry. We welcome in Dustin Lemick, the founder and CEO of Brightco in Chicago. The website is bright, B-R-I-T-E dot co. Dustin, thanks for joining us today. You know, it used to be if uh, you purchased a a diamond ring or some earrings or had some uh, really valuable piece of jewelry, you would just add it to a uh, homeowner's policy or a valuables policy through your insurance company. Uh, What do you do differently? Yeah, thanks for having me. So we have really digitized the entire process. So if you think of like a millennial who's buying an engagement ring, they want a very fast tech-enabled online process. So we've made it easy where you can purchase a policy directly on our website in two minutes and you get a quote in 30 seconds. And what was the uh, impetus uh, for this particular business? I mean, you talked about uh, a younger uh, digital native consumer. Uh, What was the point at which you put the two ideas together? Yeah. So my background actually is in the jewelry space. My family has jewelry retail stores in Northwest Chicago and I saw a lot of my, my customers at the time, especially young folks who were 
having trouble getting insurance or was taking too long or they had to call people. Um, and it just, it, it would, it was a clear pain point and problem to me at that point from kind of the front lines. And then how has the, uh, as someone who's been around the jewelry business for a long time, you know, how have uh, consumer preferences changed as uh, millennials uh, enter the, the, the driver's seat as far as uh, uh, consumers are concerned and spending is concerned? Um, how have their tastes changed and how have their insurance need changed along with it? Yeah, it's really interesting. It's a good question. Uh, so digitized, like I said before, everything has gone digital, like consumers start the purchase process for sure online, doing research, uh, and more research, I would say it's not as much of a hey, I know a guy kind of thing anymore. It's more uh, uh, data driven research based uh, and using online resources. And that's the same for insurance. Um, and then again, it's just modern day consumers just want to very fast, they don't really want to call anybody or talk on the phone or fax anything. They just want to be able to go online, click a button and say, okay, I know I have really good coverage. That was easy. That was fast, etc." But you came from the jewelry space. You came from the technology space. Uh, how did you uh, uh, teach yourself about the insurance side of the business? Uh, that's a really good question. So my co-founder is actually a fully credentialed actuary. And, you know, we brought, you know, when we started this business, we brought kind of the best of both worlds, like jewelry expertise and insurance expertise, and that I just got schooled on the job. So I just learned as we as we went, but also relied heavily on my co-founder, Connor. And then how does someone uh, uh, submit all of their credentials for a policy uh, online? Um, I mean, the appraisal process and, and, and other things that are meant to uh, uh, determine the authenticity of a particular piece and the value of a particular piece. So we have pricing algorithms internally that will actually be able to price the value of an item. It's something really unique what Brightco can do that no other insurance company does. But also, so the way that our process works is you can go on our website, you get a quote, like I said, in 30 seconds, you can actually get coverage in two minutes. And then we ask you after you've purchased the policy, take a quick selfie or, or just a quick photo of the item with your phone and then upload some documentation, whether it's a sales receipt, if you just purchased it, or if you have uh, an appraisal. And we'll take even older documents where most insurance companies want brand new documents because we do have these internal resources, like I said, pricing uh, algorithms, things like that, that can, can verify on our end that all the information is correct. Dustin Lemick, founder and CEO of Brightco in Chicago, the website bright.co. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Still to come, it's a comeback year for homecoming events and dances in high schools. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Football is back. Fall is in the air. That means it's time for homecoming, and this year will mark the return of big events after cancellations and downsizing due to the pandemic. Let's check in with Roy Surday, the founder of Peaches Boutique, 59th and Archer Avenue on the southwest side of Chicago in the shadow of Midway Airport. Uh, Roy, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Um, there was a little tentative last year as far as uh, some school events were concerned. Uh, did your business uh, recover in the 21-22 uh, school year, or do you think it's uh, back to where it was uh, starting this fall? School learning and uh, homecoming 
uh, events are happening everywhere around the school. And, and Roy, there was a lot of uh, discussion about uh, people having uh, extra money to spend because of uh, various stimulus programs, and adults certainly spent that. But uh, did those dollars uh, manage to find a way to uh, trickle down into the pockets of uh, high school students so they can uh, uh, spend a few extra bucks on a very nice dress for their upcoming homecoming event? Well, what I believe is that because they really didn't have an event for two years, I think that this year shows that they're, they're, you know, they want the event, so they're going and they're spending the money. Uh, so we see that there, there's uh, an urgency to go and get a dress and go to an event and have a good time. So we don't see, I don't see the pushback yet on the economy or the uh, cost of the uh, inflation. But I, I see, I, I, I believe that they are spending the money to get their dress. And then uh, how do you make up the money that uh, was not spent uh, a couple of years ago? Because there will never be, there wasn't a uh, 2020 prom at, at many high schools because of uh, pandemic closures. And there never will be a 2020 prom ever again. So how do you make that money back? Or can you? Um, unfortunately, there's really no going back on what we uh, on what events we lost and what uh, revenue we lost. I mean, the events came and gone. The, ch- the, the kids in high school, they are now, those who were seniors two years ago are now in college for their second sophomore, junior year. So they're not going to go to a homecoming. So unfortunately, um, you, we survived uh, two years of the pandemic and the shutdowns, and, and now you just have to get yourself back into a place where you feel comfortable. Uh, you know, the world is still not back to normal. A lot of things changed because of the pandemic. A lot of um, you know, a lot of uh, still hard to get help, you know, so we're still down on help. But it's uh, I believe that eventually you'll recover back to normal, but you're never going to recover what you lost. Roy Surday, founder of Peaches Boutique, 59th and Archer Avenue on the southwest side of Chicago. Thank you for joining us today. If you missed any part of today's show, you can go to our stream and just skip back to the time you want. There's a pause and rewind function works both online and with the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.